Space Podcast. Weird. 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 We're so weird. Oh, listen to us. Be <laughs> I say how it is. But you're going to show that we're singing. We're so weird. Everybody listen to us, we are weird, it's the Weird Podcast. So you're going to fill it up so I can't sing. You're going to sing through the whole thing so I can't. Is that it? That wasn't me. Uh, that was me. That was Doug. <laughs> that was me. Episode 210 coming at you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's time for episode 210. I'm Craig, the only host you need to worry about. My name Aaron's is Aaron. just here. He was brought in as a fill-in <laughs> the last minute. Actually, I'm just... You know, everybody, you, they, they, they think I pick on you all the time. You do! It's just what do you a, mean, they think? It's just it's just a shtick, okay? <laughs> no, it's not. Because you do it when we're at church, you do it when we're at the grocery store. Here's the thing. You do it when we're in, in the movies. Here's the thing, Smalls. You're killing me. Here's the thing. I've known Aaron 35 years, probably. Yeah. Uh, and so... And when you know Aaron 35 years, if you want to pick on him, you can say something about it. We've but until known each then, other longer than we've known our wives. Yeah. And that's amazing. So, so and it's all in fun. I mean, I, I love the little guy. He's sure. so cute. He's, okay, he's like three you. feet tall. I will shut this podcast down. <laughs> he's like th- three feet tall. <laughs> he, we got this little gnome on the desk today. It's, it's a, a 3D printed gnome. It's he's, beautiful. He, he's, one, he's, he's one foot tall. Yes, he and is. He looks like Aaron when he's got his beard. He does, and, actually. And, now and, that you talk about and it. And his little goggles on. He's a little gnome. And the big ear. And the big ear. The big giant ear. <laughs> that is me, man. And uh, That belly. That and, big belly. So here's the thing, people. Quit, quit crying over spilled milk oh, here, okay? Please. It's Aaron, okay? All right, Craig, this week. You should hear the way he talks to me off the podcast. Oh, uh, that's not true. It could be true. <laughs> okay. Uh, this week, we're doing something a little bit different. Oh, what we do? Uh, well, first of all, we're doing we're only doing fall freebies on the Friday episodes. These are lean times, people. Yeah. We're, we're really kind we're of trimming slim, back. So tune in Friday for the next fall freebie contest. But we've got two super short stories to start the show. Super, say that fast. Two super short stories. I can't do it. S- two super short I'm stories. I'm still sleepy from the last two episode. Two super short stories. Two I can't, I can't do it either. Two super short stories. Two super short stories. So you take the first one, I'll take the second one, and then we'll get to the... T- uh, I need the thing. Oh, yeah, you're talking about this? Top story. Lion jumps into car full of tourists at Safari Park in Crimea. Crimea River. Nice. Yeah. I did. I was going to do it through your whole story because it's only three sentences. Please don't. A video released by Safari Park in Vilnohirsk, Crimea, showing the moment a lion got into a car with tourists has gone viral. The footage shows the lion known as Philia, Philia uh, going down my throat when I eat you, climbing over tourists and cuddling and licking them. See? That's a pussycat. Oh, that's a big old, big old silly cat. Yeah. The incident, well, actually, he was probably just tasting them. <laughs> it's appetizer. Yeah. The incident happened weeks after a woman was hurt by a different lion in the same park. Tigan, I guess it's pronounced Tigan, Safari Park in Crimea is famous for offering its visitors an up-close view of its lions. That's, that's it. See, the quick short story. Here's the problem with that. What? It sets a precedent. It's like it's like the, people are going to think now that all the ti- all the lions and tigers and all that stuff, oh my, that they're going to be really friendly. <laughs> of and, course, and of ne- course. And, and the next time somebody's going to pull, of course, of course. <laughs> Not the horse. Oh, the, the lion. Oh, of, the lion, of course. <laughs> yes, not the of horse. Of course, of course. But the um, but now the next next guy is is going to go pulling up in there in the little safari jeep or whatever, and they're going to open the door. Yes, because they're going to think, oh, he kitty kitty, <laughs> and then it's going to eat him. 
Oh, that's a that's a good idea on that lion then, because he's it's like setting somebody up for a pool game, you know. Oh yeah. You, you act like you're not going to do. He's a hustler. He's a he's a lion hustler. <clears throat> Headline is: Toddler shows New York State Trooper drugs during mom's traffic stop. New York State Police say a toddler showed a trooper a bag of marijuana during a t- little good girl, for a, good look girl. Bon. <laughs> resulting in the arrest of the child's mother and the man she was riding with. State police say two troopers stopped a car Thursday outside Albany with their bare hands and found the butt ends of marijuana cigarettes, also known as roach, in the ashtray. How would you know that? And a three-year-old girl who wasn't in a child's car seat. So there's multiple infractions going oh, on. Then the kid need- pulls out drugs police say while one of the troopers questioned the driver the girl reached under a seat and showed the other trooper a bag of marijuana and a pipe <laughs> way to go little, little, little. sadly because of protocol and the law they had to taser <laughs> the 26 year old man driving the car and the girl's 33 year old mother she's a cougar were both charged with child endangerment the girl oh so we had a lion story now cougar story what's next right, right. i don't know I, you, on this show you just don't a mountain know. you know a panther. Do we, Next to be a panther. I can't believe we haven't talked about how there are bears in the Nashville area. Again. What is up with that? So in like the 1800s, you know, we killed them off. We didn't. Well, we did. No, we were, we're, we're old enough. We might have. No, you. But we were, um, there, there were no laws protecting this and that. And my understanding from what I've read is that we, you know, basically eradicated yeah. bears in this area. And they yeah. they stuck to the mountain areas. Yes. Well, obviously now, do-gooders we are. We're all like, no, 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 you can't do this and that. It don't hurt the thing that could maul us. Yeah. They've made their way back to these parts. So now there's at least one black bear. He just wants a hug. And <laughs> then there's these the black lion. bears. And then there's there's also been a couple mountain lions seen. And that's even yep. closer to where we are. That's crazy. That's up in G-Town. That's uh, crazy. Uh, somewhere in that yes, area. I saw a video of that. Somebody um, got it. So, so we, may be, we may be auditioning for that next Australian job when it comes up. Yes. Open. Yes, because it's about as safe there as it is here right now by the way we've had some customers at my new job that from australia and we i've been talking snakes all day with these people uh, you've been you talking podcast you yeah yes that too but you oh, mentioned yeah, yeah. eastern brown snakes it's like garter snakes to these guys they're like oh yeah mate saw one in my garden before i left eastern brown snake came after me but i got the car this isn't even my real arm yeah <laughs> we it's so bad down there we had to like actually make new laws that said you had to grow matter. your arm back it doesn't matter where they're from every time because you can tell that accent and we've had like five different ones in the last couple of weeks from australia who are just here on holiday and, as you, they and say. you wonder what does nashville have other, exactly they've got a mall well no we don't have these snakes they're getting, oh, away, from they're getting the away from the snakes and they come down here for the chocolate thunder from down under right and the blooming onion and the spin the and the shrimps on the barbies and, and the uh that's not a knife did you show them like the knives at the store and they I said did. that's I not said, a knife i said look at this and they said that's not a knife. And he actually pulled out a giant knife. He did. He had it in his back pocket. Did you ask him if they had a blooming onion? I said, "Ask not a blooming onion." You know, I went on holiday to get away from snakes. Actually, that's not true. But I was down at Disney World at one of their water parks. Yeah, snake. What? Standing right there near one of the in the in <laughs> standing. The, no, the no, no. I was standing, standing oh, okay. there, and I look over, and there's a giant snake goes slithering into the bushes. And I told the guy, and the guy actually said to me, he goes. Yeah, if you don't mind, don't really talk about that. <laughs> yes, don't tell, don't I, tell people I that. I think you've told that story <laughs> yeah. before. If you don't mind, could you maybe just not? I'm thinking once you hand me some Mickey Mouse money, maybe I won't yeah. talk about it. And he had you some blue play money. He says, here, here, kid, knock yourself out. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. He That's threatened me. Saying. Did you get mouse ears? No, I got nothing. I would have said snake. I will say for all the bad things that you, that you could say about the whole Disney experience, their water parks are awesome. And you better behave. Had you screamed snake, you'd admit you would have met the mouse. 
I'll tell you what there, Craig. Yeah, he would come out like with the snake in his this arms. This will be the last time. <laughs> Yeah, you come over here. I'll show you. You come over here right now, mister. And we're going to tie you to this chair, and I'm going to tie you up with the snake. Okay? <laughs> huh, mate. I don't know where that went. Okay. So go ahead. They pulled her over. They yeah, got, yeah. They got okay, the, so yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she yeah. handed them the, the drugs, and the girl has been now been turned over to relatives. Well, she said to turn her over because she had gotten burned on <laughs> one ta- side. From being tased. Yeah. And Albany Ca- County Child Protection Services was notified of the arrest. Hey, guess what? Say. A grocery worker. Facing felony theft charges for eating $9,200 worth of deli ham. Oh, my gosh. Now, I heard this story on another show we listened to. Did you really? They just recently brought this up. Uh, it's in Ohio. I'm not gonna... Do you know how much deli ham that is? Well, and here's the thing. I think I think they brought this up on the show. I'm not, I, I think when they were talking about it, because I was listening to it kind of passively, I think they were saying, well, you know, every time they cut the first slice, they show it to you and go, is this okay? Do you want this? And sometimes they'll say, do you want to try it? Yeah. I think they were speculating did she just take those first slices and was see, you know, what was the what was she doing? That would have to be a hundred pounds of ham totaled up. Maybe because the good ham is like nine, ten bucks a pound. I, so I, well also it depends on how long it's been going on. Let me read the story. Go ahead. It happens in Boulevard, Ohio. Authorities in eastern Ohio say a grocery store employee has been charged with felony theft for helping herself to deli ham for years. For years. Okay, for years. Um, the sheriff's department uh, deputy Brian Hale tells the Columbus Dispatch that an eight-year employee of the regional grocery okay. chain, Giant Eagle, was... Ch- Maybe she was giving tribute to the Giant Eagle so it wouldn't, you know, attack. Okay, let's break it down. She's She's been there for eight years. Uh, she probably did not get brave enough to start eating this ham for at least four years. Well, who, here's what I want to know. Okay. Who was gauging it? If, if, if she's been there for that long and she's just now... And they've just now charged her with this, who was weighing and seeing what she was doing? Okay. Go down to the next sentence. Okay. Well, let me get through the story. We'll talk about it. Yeah. She was charged Friday with stealing food estimated by the store to be worth $9,200. The store's loss prevention manager received a tip that uh, an employee had been eating three to five slices of ham nearly every day for Good over eight night. years. Authorities say she also sometimes <laughs> ate salami. Other details, including her name, weren't available immediately. The store is in Bolivar, some 70 miles south of Cleveland. Hello, so Cleveland. it seems to me, it seems to me that she might have been a horrible employee. So it might be that they didn't want to do this. But it seems yeah. to me you would go, um, we need to talk. Right. Okay. You can make restitution for this. It might have been on us because we didn't, you know, maybe we, you had the wrong idea. You know, I don't know. I'm saying there could be a lot of things that happened here. She might have been hired and the manager said, no, you can nibble on it if you want. I mean, I don't know what yeah. happened. It's it, not it, like it she was. Been, she wasn't. You know, you, when you cut the first ends off, you yeah. go ahead and eat those. If she, you want she wasn't taking money out of the till, like literally taking cash out, and she wasn't giving away pounds of ham to her friends and things like that. So maybe it was a situation where they could have said, "Hey, let's just make restitution. You know what? Pay half of it back, or something. Or even just stop it, or just stop it. But yeah. if, it's, if it's been going on for years, if it was a good employee. And, and, and a good employee probably wouldn't do this, I don't think. Well, again, uh, and again, we're speculating. Absolutely. But it just seems weird that you would wait that long. I have neither one of us. And that, and that somehow you know the amount of money. Neither one of us know this giant tub of a woman, but chances are. Well, that wasn't disrespectful at all. What did I do? I don't know. Because well, they didn't name her. How do you know she's not a skinny tub of a woman? Because she's eaten $10,000 worth of ham over, over eight Over a period years. of like eight years? But. Only you're not gonna see a skinny person behind there just picking down on this ham. I've seen you eat eight pounds of ham in one sitting. <laughs> it's not true. I don't eat ham. And also, let's be fair about this. There are some really skinny people that can put away the food. Our producer is one of them. 
Yes, she is. She could eat a, a gallon of ice cream every night. Yep, go to bed. Go to bed. Other, than, ha- other, uh, other than heart failure. <laughs> but you were like that, too. <laughs> I was up until I hit 30. <laughs> and then it just no, went. No, 40. 40 is when I started gaining my weight. Wow. About 20 years ago. Yeah. So, right. that, so that makes you 60. <laughs> no. You no. just said when I turned 40 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, that okay. makes you 60. No, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. No, no. You just let out the cat's out of the bag now. You're you're 60. <laughs> Whatever. I will shut down this podcast. Whatever, Craig. You're older than me. That's all I know. Craig, we talked about the man kicking the seagull. Remember that? Because yeah, he said yeah. uh, the seagull ate his cheeseburger. You know, honestly, you eat my cheeseburger, I might kick you. Well, that's true, too. The headline is, man fined $124 for kicking seagull. Did that go to the seagull? That ate his cheeseburger. Yes, they spent it on cheeseburgers and gave them to the seagull. A man who tried to burn down his ex... What the heck? That's a whole different story. A man who tried to burn down his ex friend's house with a pot of boiling spaghetti... Okay, okay, let's talk about this producer you're paying too much money to. <laughs> so... This what actually is not even the same story. This is not the same story at all. Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. There's a reason that, that she makes. But I heard about this. So anyway, the, the, they thought he was going to get off scot-free, and he said he accidentally kicked the seagull. You're making stuff up now. No, I'm serious. To cover for your phony baloney producer. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He said he accidentally kicked the seagull because there were witnesses. Actually, I don't want to give her a hard time because, you know, I love our producer. She's awesome. She's awesome. I love and her. I'm just I love picking, her like a daughter. And I'm just picking on her. I know. You know, I'm just playing. Well, she's used to that. But, you know, but it, it runs in the family. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to read a story. Absolutely. You all right over How there? about that recovery? Um, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times I started to read some story and it was something that was wrong. On, you know, you're, I, I don't know. Yeah, she gets it honestly. So make it sound like we got a real story here. Is it, an update okay. was that the, he, he. The guy, we, we covered the story about the man who kicked the seagull for eating his cheeseburger, got arrested. But this one is, um, he got charged and in court fined $124. His defense was that he accidentally kicked the seagull. That had that had actually eaten his cheeseburger. Judge said, "No, sir, you're paying this fine. One twenty-four. Was done. the seagull okay? Yes, the seagull survived. Seagulls are weird, man. You, st- you ever sat on the beach or, or stood on the beach and, and threw thrown food up to them? Yeah, and alpha seltzers. Any? No, that's you don't do that. Don't do that. That's mean. <laughs> Just kidding. But I've you, never done have that. You, uh, have you ever done that though? Fed them? Yeah, fed them food, and yeah. it gets hypnotic because it's like they're frozen in the air. Yep, because they're hovering. They perfect. love fries. I'll tell you that." Um, they like cheeseburgers too. Yeah, apparently we don't kick them. Hey, guess what? What man sings on journey to jail, but cops ready don't <laughs> stop believing he's a DUI. This sounds like a headline you and I would come up with. It really does. <laughs> don't stop believing for Seth Kofi or Coffee Kofi twenty five. Yes, twenty five. It's apparent. Uh, it apparently. Was to ask what? Let's try that again. Apparently, <laughs> was to producer. <laughs> I mean, what is this? No, she didn't write it. She no, just she didn't. Okay, let's try this again. Go apparently, ahead. So, take it from the top. For Seth, apparently, was to ask to listen to music and sing a Journey power anthem from 1981, according to the arrest affidavit. Pl- uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the story's in here. Hold on. Yes, it is. It just gets all bungled up here. Are you gonna have a band meeting with yes, her definitely, later? Definitely, definitely. Okay, so um, the case began September second uh, when a uh, an Indian River County Sheriff's deputy stopped a pickup 
What does that mean? A pickup truck. A pickup truck. Yes, yeah, stop the Investigators pickup. said the driver, Kofi, Coffee, Kofefi. Kofefi didn't look before pulling out on US 1 in front of a patrol vehicle and was also not wearing his seatbelt. What a loser. He smelled of booze and had cases of beer in the back seat and empty cans in the truck bed. He said, uh, he said he'd imbibed. 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 What's yep. imbibed? Drank. I don't use that. Intaken. Intake. I, I don't use imbibed. I don't know anybody in the world that uses the word imbibed. Well, he was inebriated. <clears throat> but you're telling me imbibed is actually a word somebody would use. Yes. No, nobody uses imbibed. <laughs> yes, they I see, do. No, I've I see heard it. It's actually a word, but I don't, I don't use that. <laughs> I've heard it. I, I think it's dumb. Why would you say he didn't drink I it? I didn't write this. Anyway, he said he imbibed three or four. Be- you all right? You go on and on about it, and then you read it again. Yeah, I want. Well, now I know a new word. I feel important. I feel smart. He said he imbibed three or four. It's so stupid of a word. Three or four beers at one point, then said six. Kofefi of Vero Beach was arrested on a DUI charge after taking field sobriety exercises. Well, he shouldn't have taken them if they weren't his. They weren't his. Yeah. And who wants to exercise in the middle of a field? Not me. Sober while, or not. While en route to the jail, Mr. Kofefi asked to listen to music. The affidavit sta- says. Um, he proceeded to sing Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> Don't Stop Believing" is one of three hit singles from Journey's seventh studio album, which was released in 81. I like how the, the author takes the time to give credit to Journey for their wonderful career. Absolutely. That's probably my favorite song of theirs, I by mean, the Journey's way. the only band that I know of that REO didn't have this. Their own video game. <sighs> Please. By no, the no way, wait. Let me finish. They did they have did, their own video game. REO Speedwagon did not yeah, have their own video game. And it's in, still out there today. In you, the arcade. You want me to prove? No, not in the arcade. In this case. <laughs> REO's, uh, no, I mean, uh, it's on cell phones. Journey had their own Yes, arcade. And it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible, but <laughs> but still, and it By was cool. Way, it was cool back then because they digitized their faces and put them on the little yes. characters, so it seemed cooler. I will have you know that I picked up Journey's double greatest hits on one eighty gram vinyl a couple of weeks ago. Sounds fantastic. I don't know one eighty gram versus one seventy gram. I don't know what that. What um, it? uh, it's like twice as thick as most albums. The grooves actually are deeper. The it's needle like your picks head. up more. <laughs> Whatever. But it I sounds will stop much this podcast. <laughs> The song begins, just a small town girl living in a lonely world. Just a small town girl. When I read this next paragraph, I feel like Casey Kasem every time he had do to- Do it. Do it in your Casey No, voice. I don't do a horrible Casey, but here's no, the thing. No, you don't. But Casey, Casey would always do this. He felt like he would somehow impart wisdom. It's time wisdom. for a long distance dedication. <clears throat> he'd go. He'd come in for a second and go, just a small town girl living in a lonely world. <laughs> That's good. That's no, good. Horrible. I thought you were him. She took the midnight train. I don't really don't do it, Casey, but this is I'm no, just trying I'm trying to good. I'm trying to emulate how he does go, it. Okay, do it, so, do it, so, go, so go. Quit telling me how good it is. Do listen. it. So Casey would come back from a song. Yeah. And he felt like he had to impart some wisdom by repeating what you just <laughs> yes, heard. He did that every every time. The song begins. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going anywhere. Just a city boy born and raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Entering then, our countdown this week yeah. at number 27. And I, I don't do a Casey because it's just hard to do. But Casey, yep, moving up a notch to number. I, I still can't <laughs> yes. do it. Over the years, the song gained a foothold in popular culture and is considered by some as possibly Journey's greatest hit. I think so. I do. Uh, most well-known anyway. Yeah, I love it. After the journey to jail, see what they did there? <laughs> Kofiti's blood alcohol content measured 0.252 and 0.253. They must have given another drink afterwards. That's more than three times Here, the legal this. limit of 0.08, <laughs> meaning it could be difficult to argue don't stop believing, Breathe. argue to don't stop believing that Kofefi may have been impaired. So Journey was in town a couple of weeks well, back. The 
the karaoke version of them. It, well, it's a cover band now. Even though they've got some of the original members, it's it's like REO. They're a cover band now because you can't have REO Speedwagon without Gary Richrath. And and more more importantly, talking about Journey. Have you? I've played both. of You've seen both of Steve Perry's new songs. Yes. And it's just sad. It really is because he's got not. I, I, he's I, lost that love and feeling we, for sure. We disagree a little bit, but I think he's got eighty-five to ninety percent of his voice back. And and for his age and everything, I, I think he, I think I, he sounds I'll give pretty him good. Sixty. And you know you can't say for his age. Well, he's seventy two years old. But no, this is also a guy who everyone knows blew his voice out. He couldn't sing for a long. He destroyed his voice. He had a. This guy did stadium shows. This guy yeah. did like he, he. Yeah, he did. He literally blew out his vocal cords, and he couldn't do this anymore. People, I'm surprised he sings as well as he does in the new songs. Well, he had that vocal cord replacement. But what makes me sad about it is that just the awkwardness of the videos. It's oh, like yeah. it's just. Do you hear it, that? Do you hear the? Do you hear the hunting the coon dogs yeah, out they're, back? They're, they're they're looking for squirrels. Um, but do you remember he used to own the stage with his white tails and his just stage presence yeah. running around. That's what I'm saying. But you know, David Lee Roth lost that too. Yes, he did. But he now he would do like gymnastics on yeah, stage. Yeah, but when you saw David Lee Roth come back and he performed on some show, I yeah, what well, it was. He looked like he was doing a. Ho- you can't use that excuse. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything no, about saying, his but, voice. But he, he came back and he had that awkward, like he was doing a hoedown. His dancing was weird. His movements were weird. Did you ever find out what happened with that, by the way? Because, you know, Van Halen's famous for, for getting together and then just quitting. All, just like overnight. Yeah. So they had this tour planned. They did half the tour. Oh, they got in a fight. And, and then just did it. I think they got in a fight. Most likely. I think it's what So you went. haven't heard that. I did read somewhere that there was just a, they just, uh, I'm, well, I, I, and I'm speculating a little bit uh, that that they got into some kind of a tussle and that was it. Because, I mean, everybody knows that Eddie's kind of you know, hot-headed, sure, hot-headed yeah. mental, a little mental. And Alex stuff. is, too. Apparently, they, they think they own the band. And well, apparently their, their they name, do. Their name is on the on the. That, that's true. I mean, they do kind. That is kind of their band. Well, I mean, they messed up by dropping Michael Anthony. First of all, you got you can't have that Van was Halen. a fight, wasn't it? I think that was some kind of yeah. Well, no, I think Eddie wanted his boy in the band. Well, that's, that's, there's your fight. Yeah, but Michael Anthony's background vocals was part of Van Halen. Yeah. You can't and, have that. And even and I and I think that. You know, only with Sammy Hagar, they became a whole new band that was awesome. No, they were not. No, they were, no, no, I, there's no. not one song I, 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 think, I like. I think they were their own thing is what I mean. They it was, were their own separate. It was, it it was, was a separate it, band. It wasn't, it wasn't like Journey and Sticks and all these guys right. that try to throw somebody in there to play the role of somebody else. They became a whole nother version of Van Halen. And I, I love Sammy's voice. He's like, we've talked about I it before. I do too, but I don't like his choice of music. Okay. Either way, they numbers don't lie. They had huge hits with him. You talk about an then old they man had the that guy, still sounds good, by the way. He sounds amazing. Well, then they had the guy from, what was the band? The two guys that, Oh, that was a freaky. That was, that, that no, was don't weird. even bring that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So, so it just, you know, they, but the, the days of the David Lee Roth magic has passed. Yep. It was it, it fit with the it was 80s. fun while it lasted. It fit with the eighties, the greatest decade on the history of the world in the history of the world. Yeah, and it wouldn't fit in anymore. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You tell me something. <laughs> okay, you as you know um, from my childhood, I have a bunch of my albums left over, but there's a lot of albums that have been broken, lost, traded, whatever that I'm trying to replace. And Van Halen's Diver Down was an album <clears throat> that. With, it played a really big part just in the, my teenage years. Just the red and white, the st- red and white diver down. Yeah. So I, f- I finally laid my hands on a copy. Didn't want to didn't want to spend the money, did you? Well, no. I've got this rule: I don't spend over ten dollars. It was twenty. No, it was it was like eight bucks. I found oh. it, yeah, I found it a great deal. So you I told bought me about it. one you found that was like twenty. Yeah, that was a Harry Chapin's live. Uh, it was like like new. <laughs> but anyway, he, but you could go riding in his taxi. <laughs> long story, long story. So I get home with 
Van Halen's Diver Down, and I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. Is it messed up? I throw that record on. Yeah, start, that's your problem. You don't throw them. <laughs> I start listening, and I realize, you know what? It's a fun album, but oh, it's not. Your memory was greater yes, than that. Yes, <laughs> it's not that good. By the way, have you seen Junior's Grades? Uh, I have, yeah, and he, he could do something with that a history. <laughs> was that on that album or another one? No, that's on another one. I've got that album, too. What's the though. one with the cherub smoking the cigarette? Uh, that was 1984. Yeah, that was Yeah, cool. that one had Jump on it, actually. Might jump as, on might, it. Might as well. <laughs> might as well. But the, go, hey, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> jump. So anyway, that's our Van Halen talk. Can we for go the back week. now to the? Um, what got us off on Van Halen? Ah, we like music. Oh, Journey. It's a story about Journey. So now you're going to talk about a man wrongfully sentenced to 50 years. Yeah, this is a this is a story that um, it's not really an update because we didn't cover it the first. It's an time. update to this guy's life. Yeah, and another story that I heard on our the, the, this other show we listened to. Oh, is it really? I'm beginning to think that you're. Pulling fast. Here's First of the, all, I'm not producing the show, Mister. Hey, the, 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 the coonhounds out there catching Second up with all, that possum or whatever it is. I'm a little ticked off at the program we're speaking of. No, nah, it's good. It's all good. It's not all good. I like it now because I can listen to it's it. It's not on the all good. Let's just. It's not, not all good. Okay, just go to the story. I'm <laughs> running out of time. Is man wrongfully sentenced to 50 years in prison goes free after the dog he supposedly killed is found alive and well. Yep, gut dog got him. Uh, got him off the. Got hook. him released. A dog may have spared a Salem, Oregon man from 50 years in prison for sexual abuse of a minor. The fact that the dog is still alive contradicts key testimony used to convict the defendant who had already been released from prison and is no longer facing a possible retrial. So this is a real strange case, Craig, and and it's slightly confusing. So I'm going to read it as it's written. Plumber Joshua Horner was convicted in 2017 of abusing a minor who testified that Horner had threatened to shoot her animal if she ever squealed on him to the cops. Was that squealing? I don't know how that works. Something like that. To prove he was not lying, she said, he shot her dog. But after Horner appealed to the Oregon Innocence Project, by the way, the Innocence Project is fantastic. It got you you off the death row. No, it did not. But Lori and I support them actually financially. We we believe in that so much. It's because you got off the hook. I was never on a hook. They sprung you. No. But there's so many innocent people behind bars. You know... I believe in our court systems, and this isn't a political podcast or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. There, there is a, there is a. Uh, as great as the system is, there, there are little people fall through the cracks. Little cracks you can fall Absolutely. through, right? And that's what happens. So I think, anyway, uh, uh, Tom Selleck was in a movie that happened to him. Today's Tom Selleck. He gets high on you. The space he invades. <laughs> he gets by on you. <clears throat> Thanks. Anyway, so. Um, but after Horner appealed to the Oregon Innocence Project, the group realized that if he could find the dog Lucy. It would be proof that the alleged victim had lied under oath. So the Oregonian reported that when the project raised concerns in April about the case with uh, the county district attorney, John Hummel, he agreed to work with them. Let's hear it for the DA willing to revisit. I thought you were going to say let's hear it for the boy. (laughs) The the folks at the Innocence Project became human bloodhounds on the trail of the dog, a black lab with uh, distinctive ears and coloring. Somehow, Craig, they ended they up. They found the dog down. coloring. That's how they <laughs> that's knew a, it was a, him. That's a whole different story. That's why they knew him. While we're on the subject of reasonable doubt, even the jury that convicted Horner was not unanimous. So how's that even legal? You know, it turns out that that Oregon is one of two states where the jury decisions need not be unanimous. I didn't know that. That's weird. So it's the it's the vote. Yeah. Even when the outcome will result in a person spending fifty years in a cage. Not even prison, just in a cage. <laughs> in a dog cage, apparently. 
doctor's shock to find spiders spinning webs inside a man's ear. Oh, my good gosh. A Chinese man who checked himself into the hospital because of a pounding sound in his left ear would, that wouldn't go away was shocked to determine, uh, to determine to discover that the noise was being caused by a spider spinning webs deep inside his ear canal. That's so gross. Dr. Kui Shulin, deputy chief physician at the Department of Otolaryngology at the Dalian, Dalian Central. I had a problem with Dalian. Dalian, Dalian? I, no, I, I have a problem with Dalian, but I can say otolaryngology without a problem. <laughs> Central Hospital in Dalian, China, uh, some province there, recently told reporters that the unnamed patient, a man in his 60s, had come to the hospital uh, to complain about a drum-like sound. Boom, boom. Oh, it's Jumanji. A uh, drum-like sound and a tingling sensation in his left ear. After listening to the patient, <laughs> doctors decided... Why am I laughing? I don't know. After listening to the patients, doctors decided he was insane. But... No, they didn't. They, 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 invest, <laughs> they wanted to investigate, but already suspected that a cricket or fly insect had somehow become That's stuck. That's what it was. A fly <laughs> flew into his ear and got stuck in the web. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, so he swallowed a cat. They, that's right. So they didn't expect to find a spider. Oh, he stuck a cat with. in his ear. Yeah. We kept sticking other animals in there to get him. He never made it to the horse, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I felt a comfortable sensation in my ear when I went to sleep last night. But I didn't pay too, attention, too much attention to it. When I woke up this morning, the sensation was still there. But now there was also a drumming-like sound. <laughs> The patient told doctors at Dalian, Dalian, whatever central hospital. <laughs> it's got to be his heartbeat he's hearing. Using an endoscope to inspect the man's inner ear canal, Dr. Shulin was surprised to see that about five centimeters into the canal, there was like, there was a fog. <laughs> it's foggy white, in there. There's a white barrier. <laughs> Mom, had a big foghorn in the office. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and past it, a moving creature that retreated deeper into, oh, into the... <laughs> Oh, don't go away into the ear um, as the endoscope advanced. I wonder if they hooked a shop a shop vac up to his ear. Just suck that oh booger on out of there. It's freaky. This seemed to be a spider. Dr. Q said in his uh, in and his words shocked both the patient and when he speaks, spider, when he speaks, <laughs> it shocks people. <laughs> After calming the man down, the doctor used special syringe to flood the ear canal with water and flush out the spider. After examining the man's ear canal again, doctors established that his hearing hadn't been affected. Dr. Dr. Shulin said that he has seen countless cases of flying bugs and even cockroaches stuck in people's ears, but it was the first time he saw a spider actually living in someone's ear. Now, I think we've said this before. Now, I was told when I worked at a hospital, I worked at a hospital for years, in the IT field, I wasn't working as a doctor. Nobody worry. Doctor? But doctor and doctor. <laughs> uh, I was told I did not know this, and this is not my words. This is what a pro- medical professional told me, that your earwax is actually a insecticide. Like, a, it's a pesticide or whatever. It actually, I think it's it, it repels them or something. Makes great candles, too. And it does, Shrek. <laughs> and then, so if that is true, what a what a neat thing i mean that keeps bugs from wanting to live in your ear so this person may have a low low amount of wax in there maybe ears. they just clean their ears out another mm. reason not to put q-tips in your head uh not me no Mm-mm. i gotta have them in my head daily yeah sometimes it's, i shove them all the way in then later i can use them again <laughs> and pull them out the other end why not is that all you got is that all you got That's on that story got. well let's go ahead and hit this you know what that is you recognize that song, don't you? We're not going to do the next one? No, we're not. Oh, man. No. They look at a pretty picture and everything. Yeah. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. All oh, that music. Tonight's Top 10 is the Top 10 Factually Wrong Statements. Things that were said that are not true. Yes. 
Number some, 10. Some of these are, uh, before we get started, some of these I agree with, and some of them are just ridiculous. Yeah, they are. Okay. And, and one one in here should be that they're at this flat, but I don't see it. Okay. You didn't N- see number one. N- oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you, you ruined that for everybody. <laughs> I didn't ruin it. You ruined you it. You could have just not said anything. Number you 10. You could have just not said anything. Number 10. Elvis Presley is alive. Okay. First of all, even if he even if he faked his own death, he'd be dead by now. Well, okay. No, he'd be in his 80s. No, he would be gone. No. No, he'd be older than that. No, I think he's in his 80s. No. Late, late 80s. I think he'd be in his 90s. People live to 100. Not Elvis. Did you see him? No. Okay. Number nine. That's me. Number nine. Waiting on you. Number nine, top ten, factually wrong statement. Beavers are fish. What? what? That's what I'm saying. What That's absolutely that I've never heard that before in my life. Oh, I like number eight. Yeah. Redheads turn into vampires after death. You think that might be true? Is this from that stupid Your Top Ten? Yeah, this is from thetop10s.com. The top uh, number seven of the top ten factually wrong statements. Oh, I wish statements. this was true. Our eyes shoot out beams of invisible light. Because even if it's invisible, it's still cool. Cause well, how do they disprove that? How do they know that's not true? Special glasses. Because, I mean, if it's invisible, maybe we are shooting beams what of invisible What if we're invisible? I'm, I'm, you're not. What if we're not invisible to each other, but we're invisible to everybody else? Oh, that'd be freaky. Number six of the top ten factually wrong statements. Adolf Hitler is still alive. Again, I go back. Even if he faked his own death, yeah, he'd be dead. He would definitely be dead by now. Now, number five, you're going to say here in a minute. Number five is a great one because yeah, this is uh, a good one. It's I was actually happy to a, see it's it. actually a fact. It is a fact. So the top ten we ran out of facts. music. Jesus Christ was white. He wouldn't be. He was from he was from Bethlehem. That is a top ten factually wrong statement that we agree with. Yes. Yeah. He, he was, was born in Bethlehem, raised in Nazareth. Uh, what I got? Uh, you know that whole region. Yeah. And see, I was taught growing up that he wasn't white. We had these pictures, you know, in the Bible and in Sunday school, and I yeah. thought, who's that? Yes, who's that white guy? Yeah. Is he in an 80s band? Yeah. <laughs> That's Ted Nugent. Wow. I love this church. Motor City Madman. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, just geographically, he, I mean, he would not have been white. I mean, it's just simple, exactly. simple fact. Yeah. He's probably closer to black than he was Absolutely. white. Absolutely. You remember a few years back, somebody designed from the uh, shroud what the what he could have actually looked like. Uh-huh. And the Bible tells us he was not a handsome man, and this this proved it. But he looked very friendly. <laughs> he looked like he'd give you a ride if you needed one. Was not a handsome man. That's in the eye of the beholder. Okay, it's beautiful what he did for us. I give you that. Hey, you know what? He was ripped. Amen. Because you know who else would have carried across that far? That, good point. He couldn't do it. No, you'd have to be ripped. And he's a carpenter. Yeah, I think he sang backup. Yeah, I wonder. If, I wonder if Richard. I, it was Richard, Karen, and Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I think he was on rhythm guitar. I wonder how I, you know that furniture was solid. Oh, I know. That's my point. Yeah, you, you couldn't be in that. You couldn't be in that that trade without. Well, Jesus made a chair. I'd sit in that thing. Absolutely. Well, you know, you so go to your neighbor's house, they said, that's a Jesus chair. <laughs> Why were they speaking like they're from Scotland or something? <laughs> that was my Bethlehem accent. Oh, is that what that is? That's a Jesus chair. Can we chair. go back to the list now since we oh, ran, yeah, ran out of music a go long ahead. time ago? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. okay. Number 10 of the, uh, number 10, uh, the top 10 factually wrong statements, dinosaurs never existed. Well, who said they didn't? I don't know. I never heard that one either. Number three of the top 10 factually wrong statements, Bees are birds. Now, here's the thing. So that's, that's factually wrong. But hummingbirds do look a lot like bees when they, they fly do. by you. That's true. They, but they're birds. Number two makes me mad every time I hear it. 
<laughs> the, it does. No, I'm serious. The Holocaust never happened. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess all of the films we have yeah. and all the... And Since all they the, had Photoshop back in the 40s. Yeah. They did? <laughs> Number one, Greg's favorite. They had, to, they had to use it on Abacus, though. It was very <laughs> they difficult. They actually had to cut had and to paste. Cut, cut and paste, literally. A top ten. Factually wrong oh, statement. Okay, Greg Brady. <laughs> Number one, the earth is flat. That is ridiculous. That's redunculous is what that is. Wow. Well, hey, that was a, that was a pretty good top ten list there, Aaron. Thanks, buddy. I'll uh, pass that on to uh, the producer. Yeah. Yeah, when you're having that, that three strikes you're out meeting with her. <laughs> I'm so happy for her. She, she's actually enjoying the production work. Like, much like I do. So, And I could use the help right now. And she can read, which is a bonus. That's true. Over That's what one you thing. do. That's one thing, yes. I've showed her all our key sites where we get stories, the, the secret little uh, don't edges. Tell all, don't don't, don't, pull the tell curtain, don't pull the curtain back for our listener. She knows. All right, guys, we're out of here. The next time you see us is, well, I mean, next time you hear us, it'll be episode like 211 or yes, something. Yes, sir. 211. I got other albums. Yeah, 211's next. You know what that means? Only 45 more to 650. <laughs> you take that math to the bank. Listen to Mark Pasherola song out of here. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You all right? Sammy Davis Jr. over there. <laughs>